Welcome to the European Heart Journal Case Reports. My name is Dr. Saad Fires and I'm one of the podcast editors. Today's case report for discussion is by Drs. Lee, Badacher, Stitcheling and Oswald from the Department of Cardiology at the University Hospital of Basel in Switzerland. A normally well 54-year-old gentleman with no past medical history presented after three syncopal episodes. He described a prodrome of heat in his head without any concomitant chest pain or palpitations. The consecutive falls or syncopal episodes had resulted in head contusions and superficial lacerations. A 12-lead electrocardiogram demonstrated third-degree atrioventricular block with ventricular escape rhythm at a rate of 33 beats per minute and deemed to be the cause of the syncope. He was hemodynamically stable on arrival and computed tomography imaging of his brain was normal. There was no structural heart disease on a transthoracic echocardiogram. As he lived in a risk area for borreliosis in Switzerland, he was screened on admission with chemoluminescence immunoassay. This identified significantly elevated titers for Borrelia IgG and IgM, which were later confirmed by Western blot analysis suggesting ongoing Lyme borreliosis. On direct questioning, they were able to identify a history of scrotal rash after a long car drive, possibly attributed to a tick bite. He underwent cardiac magnetic resonance imaging which showed normal biventricular systolic function and no inflammatory or infiltrative processes. Lyme carditis was deemed to be the likely diagnosis and given the stable hemodynamics and escape rhythm, the patient was commenced on intravenous antibiotics with keftriaxone and moved to a critical care setting for closer observation in case the need for pacemaker implantation arose. Following 24 hours of antibiotics, the patient was noted to have intermittent first-degree atrioventricular block with a PR interval of 346 milliseconds and both type 1 and 2 second-degree atrioventricular block. He then developed further bradycardia below 30 beats per minute and was commenced on isoprenaline till day 5. The ECG then showed first-degree atrioventricular block of 309 milliseconds and subsequently on day 6, this improved to less than 300 milliseconds, and the patient was then switched to doxycycline. At the point of discharge, the PR interval was 244 milliseconds, with a total 21-day course of antibiotics. At 3-month follow-up, the PR interval had normalised to 185 milliseconds, with no high-degree atrioventricular block on halter monitoring. Atrioventricular block is the most common indication for pacemaker implantation with a rising incidence with age. Idiopathic and age-related fibrosis of the conduction system, Lenegre's disease, is considered the most common etiology. In younger patients, however, underlying cardiac disease other than idiopathic fibrosis may cause atrioventricular block, but there is limited data about the prevalence, with a general impression that this is an under-recognised phenomenon with a potential of higher risk of poor outcome due to the risk of heart failure, tachyarrhythmias or sudden cardiac death. Furthermore, pacemaker implantation in young adults pose a problem, not only due to the immediate and late complications associated with the procedure, such as infections, erosion, lead-related complications, heart failure, atrial fibrillation, but also due to the significant risk from the replacement or upgrade of the device. It is therefore important to investigate for a cause of AV block. In young adults, this can be due to myocardial ischemia, iatrogenic, congenital, cardiomyopathy, myocarditis, infiltrative diseases such as sarcoid or amyloid, or degenerative. 
Lyme disease is an infection caused by gram-negative spirochete bacteria which is acquired from rodent host reservoirs and transmitted by the Ixodes tick. Cardiac manifestations are estimated at between 0.3 and 4% of patients with high degree atrioventricular conduction delay estimated to occur in between 80 and 90% of Lyme carditis. Risk modelling suggests that the incidence is likely to rise rapidly, particularly in North America. But interestingly, Lyme carditis is much less common in Europe, possibly due to different bacteria strains and virulence between the European and North American isolates. Lyme carditis results from direct myocardial invasion by the bacteria, with the subsequent immunological and autoimmunological processes leading to an exaggerated inflammatory response, with a marked predilection of spirochetes for cardiac tissue. There is evidence to suggest a relationship between conduction disturbance, intensity of myocardial inflammation, and the number of spirochetes in the cardiac tissue. The myocardium can be affected independently or simultaneously with the pericardium, with presentations of Lyme carditis including myocarditis, pericarditis, myopericarditis, endocarditis, and pancarditis. Lyme myocarditis is generally mild and self-limited. Lyme carditis is an early manifestation of Lyme disease appearing within one to two months following the onset of infection, with atrioventricular block being the commonest cause of presentation. The degree of atrioventricular block can fluctuate over minutes, hours or days, and the progression to third degree atrioventricular block can be rapid and potentially fatal. Other manifestations include sinus node disease, intraatrial block, atrial fibrillation, supraventricular tachycardia, sinus node dysfunction, bundle branch block, and ventricular tachycardia and fibrillation. Serological testing for Lyme disease consists of an initial Borrelia antibody screening test with positive results to be confirmed by Western blot assay. In addition, it is necessary to exclude a current syphilis infection as this can interfere with the antibody test. Patients with Lyme disease may present with early disease that is characterized by a bullseye rash, fever, and myalgia, or with early disseminated disease that can manifest with arthralgia, cardiac conduction abnormalities, or neurological symptoms. It is notable that less than half of patients with Lyme carditis noted the bullseye rash before the occurrence of cardiac symptoms. The prognosis for treated early disseminated Lyme carditis is very favourable, with complete recovery occurring in most patients receiving antibiotics. High degree atrioventricular block resolves within the first 10 days of antibiotic treatment with a range of between 3 and 42 days, with other less severe conduction disturbances resolving within 6 weeks. A marker of high risk of progression to complete atrioventricular block is an initial PR interval of greater than 300 milliseconds on presentation. Brief asystole, escape rhythm with a wide QRS and fluctuating bundle branch block are as one might expect associated with a poorer prognosis. Antibiotic treatment may negate the need for permanent pacemaker implantation, though a temporary pacing system may be required in case of hemodynamic compromise. Learning points. Lyme carditis is a possible cause of third-degree atrioventricular block, and early antibody screening in the serum should be considered if other reversible causes are absent or if there is a clinical suspicion for Lyme disease. The prognosis of Lyme carditis with third-degree atrioventricular block under antibiotic treatment is good, and high-degree AV block usually resolves within one week. Permanent pacemaker implantation in Lyme carditis can often be avoided through early and correct administration of antibiotic therapy. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this case. 
please visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR to read the article in full with references and review other case reports. The music is Computer by State Shirts.